Good afternoon and welcome to the Small Business Cheerleader. I'm Nicola and I'm from NW Marketing and I'm joined today by the lovely Laura Vucich from um, the Assistant Co. How are you this afternoon? I am great, thank you. It's so nice to be here. Good. I've been wanting to have you on because I love systems. I love systems. I love processes. I love anything to do with getting people organized in their business. And we're here today to talk about both of those things. Yeah. And how small business can get themselves together because with automations, you can scale and we want people to be successful. So tell me all about how you started and how you got into systems and processes. Sure. Okay. So um, I worked in corporate for a really long time. And obviously with COVID, I actually had my daughter. And then I went back. But at that time, it was December just before we hit the march of COVID. And um, my company was offering some redundancies. And I thought, you know what, now's a really good time for me to take that. My daughter was only 12 months old, or not even, I don't think. She was just under that. Um, So I took the redundancy. And then I thought, well, what the hell am I going to (laughs) do? So I um, started a virtual assistant business. And I was working as a virtual assistant and I was doing that for a little while. And then I realized that there was actually so much work out there. And for mums, this was such an incredible space to be able to create that flexibility. So I decided to create a course and I was then teaching mums how to become virtual assistants. Um, And then through doing that, there was a lot of different platforms that the new world of online business came with because you know from corporate it's like well do you know how to use Microsoft Word (laughs) like that was like the thing right and then you come to online business and it's like well there's all of these different platforms and how do you use them and I found that I absolutely loved that space I loved learning them I loved um, getting people's businesses into them and organizing and it was just my jam so I've now literally at the end of this week will be fully transitioning into only doing systems and automations and launches for um, online businesses. Oh, that's amazing. Because I know myself, I know we were talking about just before, online business and systems can be scary for people that are new to it. And they know they have to be in that space. But which one do I use? How do I start? Is it good value? What should I be doing? And this is where um, the online course that you run or even just knowing um, what's in your head is the information people need to get across. And I think it's amazing that you're providing the platform for mums as well, because this is the a service people need and it's something that they can be taught um by yourself because you've really managed to create a way for it to work for small businesses so I love that thank Um, you yeah yeah, I just as a small business owner I just know the value of a virtual assistant and especially in the online space in creating courses, launching, putting uh, content up. It's just so invaluable. Um, so I want to know from you, what um, really what systems should every business have set up? Do you think from your experience of dealing with small businesses, what what is the best thing for them to set up in their systems? Okay, cool. So um, I'm just going to touch on something first, which is actually um, the terminology, because sometimes when we say systems, we can hear two different things or it just means something different. So I want to go into that because I think it's really important when we look at different platforms and things. So when I talk about system, we're talking about the overarching concept and processes that fall under 
a way that you may do something in your business, right? So perhaps it's the system of how you do content creation or the system of how you launch a new course, whatever it is, right? Then we've got processes. They're the individual micro tasks that happen, also called your SOPs or your standard operating procedures. We then have automations and automations is anything that we can turn into your business to run automatically. Normally, anything that has an if this, then that scenario, we can make an automation. And then we've got online platforms and they are the tools that we use to normally help our system, right? So it might be Kajabi is a part of the online platform that links into our system for launching a course, for example. So in terms of systems, we need to have some sort of project management system, right? We need a place and a way in which we are running all of the things in our business. And I will never forget, I had an amazing, um, well, he was actually my boss a long time ago. And he said to me, everything that you do in your life and in your job is a project because everything has a start and a finish. And that changed everything for me because as a business owner now, everything is a project. And we think, oh, I don't run a project-based business, but everything's a project that you do. So we need a system that's helping us manage those, right? So then there's the online platforms that can help us with that. So things like ClickUp or Asana or Monday, an amazing platform to interlink with that system. I personally recommend ClickUp. It's a really, really strong tool. When I first started, um, they were kind of all on par, the ClickUp, Asana and Monday. But since then, uh, ClickUp really has gone much further in its capabilities and it's got an incredibly free version. So awesome. that's that's awesome because... Uh, yeah, we use Asana um, and I've used Monday and I've also used Flow and I yep. think I've explored nearly everything. There was one in between that um, we couldn't even remember what the name of it was, but we, it used to do everything. Um, I love them. I, I We thrive by them in it's relation to keeping on track of things. Yeah. So, yeah, everything you've just explained there is amazing in regards to having it easy for people to visualise yep. from one to the other and how they all interact. I love that. So so tell me more. How does it go on? How does it go on from from you how, how would you go on from there once you've got yeah. that sort of stuff so once you've got that there are two other key ones that I would um, really recommend implementing and this is really critical the first one is for all business in my opinion but especially online business which is a booking tool now I in an old life I was an executive assistant for a c-suite um, mining executive and my sole job was literally a booking tool. <laughs> That's what they paid me to do. And it's so important because as business owners, we should not be wasting our time about, well, could you do this time? Could you do that time? Like we're wasting energy. So getting a booking tool implemented into your business is critical right now. We may have an overarching system because depending on your type of business, maybe it needs to get allocated to certain people, whatever it is. But then using the specific platform or tool to help you so critical, right? So um, we've got Calendly and we've got Acuity, two of the kind of bigger ones. And then there's a gazillion others, depending on your business, like if you're in beauty or whatever. But a booking system slash tool is so critical. Like if you are still organizing times to meet with people, you got to, that should be the first thing you change. 
<laughs> that is a hundred percent. I just I noticed a difference in my business straight away as oh. soon as I was spending ages back and forward, back and yeah. forward, and and I use a pointlet for mine, and also the ability to allow to pay up front. That was something that worked well for me when I was having smaller sessions where it was just an hour or ninety minutes, and people could just pay up front. It was done, and they booked a time that suited them. It went in my calendar. I know I'd been paid. They knew they were booked in and it allowed anything that they had to do before you could send it through in the emails that were automated. And it is a lifesaver. So I agree 100% that any business now that deals with clients or should be having appointments, it needs to be automated for sure. And it's not that expensive. And there are free ones, smaller people that don't need to take payments or don't need to do stuff. There is an availability for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And then the third is some way to send emails out to our clients. So we don't need big systems depending on where you're at, but we do need a way to collate the data. And we we know that email marketing is still so impactful and it might not feel like it, but the the results and the um, strategy behind email marketing is it's so important. So getting some something to do email marketing and to collate that data and your email list is the only thing you own right? So you may have social media and everything else, but you own those emails. So getting something implemented is critical. And, you know, starting on a free tool like MailChimp is amazing. It's honestly a fantastic tool. And then we've got other things which are, they've got stronger abilities inside of them, things like active campaign. And, you know, if you're doing, if your whole business is around email marketing, I absolutely recommend going on to active campaign. Um, The strength is just really strong in it, but anything, anything works, just something to collate that data is so critical. Yeah, that's exactly right. And a hundred percent to that's the only thing you own in your business in regards to data. Should you lose? Um, We've seen that with a few um, people in our, our business networks that have lost or their, their account for however long they may get it back. But yeah, we, we know that that's a major thing and that it's still the strongest marketing tool. People forget and they think that the social media, it is, yes, and we all need all different facets, but don't forget email marketing. It is one of the tools where you can personally interact and tailor your content for specific parts of your market. And I think that that's really important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's critical, really. So, so where do you think people go wrong when they start to implement these online platforms into their business? What, what's the, 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 the parts that they might need help with when it comes to that? So the first part is that I have so many people come to me and they say, oh, my friend is using this platform and they recommend that I use it. And that's great that that platform may work so well for that particular business, but it's not one size fits all when it comes to online platforms. And The biggest aspect of that is that like your business and my business, they have niches. So do online platforms. When they're building it, they have a niche that they are thinking about creating it for. And I think sometimes we forget that when we are looking at online platforms, we think, you know, I have so many people say to me, I just want one platform that does everything, right? But your business doesn't do everything. So why would the platform do everything? And I think we get overwhelmed by that because then we think oh we've got so many but really when we think oh actually they do something different for me it kind of removes a little bit of that overwhelm so I think that's definitely the first part is knowing it's not one size fits all and it's supposed to only do a few things right that's definitely critical and then the the second thing is really how you work is so important in understanding what 
online platform to implement into your business. So if you are a person that still really loves paper, for example, and you love writing your to-dos, it's going to be really hard for you to transition into an online project management tool. So understanding your strengths and what that first step is will determine the kind of platform that you can get or determine how you should implement it. Yeah. So I think we kind of forget that. We just go, oh, well, these people are using this rather than actually going, well, how do I work and what do I really need it to do for my business? Yeah, that's exactly right because I still find I have a calendar, a diary um, in front of me um, and I tend to write my week out in that. Um, I still have Asana and all of those things are in Asana too, but they form part of greater projects and they form part of a greater, bigger picture. But for me, I need to open something up and see something straight away highlighted in yellow and that's just how I am. And I haven't changed and it still sits here and it's still right next to me and it comes with me, but it doesn't have all my information. Everything I need is stored in my projects under my clients and it's all dated and I know when and what things are happening but sometimes I just need to write I've got a podcast today at 12 here it is you know and you know exactly know how you work other people you know and also try not to do everything everywhere though I've been known to do that I write it in here then I write it in there then I write then I write it on my fridge and then I've got like five things that I'm trying to keep them all updated simplify it but know what works for you a hundred percent. And like, I'm the opposite, right? Like I've never had a diary. It just, I used to buy them because they looked so beautiful. <laughs> I've got a hundred, I've got a hundred of them in yeah, journal. I would never use them. And I was like, okay, Laura, this has to stop. Like you're just wasting money on paper that you're never using because I love my um, phone calendar. I've always used them. Like, so yeah, it's just knowing how you work and then knowing how you can make those in harmony is really important. Yeah. And I, and I think the next thing is, so you've, you've really thought about what system you need in place and you've thought about how that all works and you've got your calendar bookings. You're starting to have it come together. The next thing most people hit, and I know I hit this when it came to even email marketing is automation. So that's a scary word for a lot of people. So how do you get started with automations and how does that look for small businesses and what are the benefits? It takes time to set up and that's why a lot of people, it's why a VA is amazing because they can do that work for you. Um, Explain how that works for small businesses and how VAs and and, and they can really help you in this way, I've found. So how do do you find with, um, with your clients? So, yeah, look, automations can feel like a scary word, um, but it's not, right? So an automation is literally just taking a task that you do and making it happen without you doing it, okay? So the first part to understanding it is anything that has logic. So anything that is, if I do this, then this happens, right? So if a client needs to book in a meeting with me and then I need to send them a contract, if this, so if they book in, then I need to send them a contract, right? We can create an automation around that. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing to understand is that logic. And then the biggest, biggest tip I can give around automations is that you have to map it out. Mm -hmm. You need to map out your entire process and write it down, write all of the little boxes that you do for everything, right? Because then you can actually see the logic and then you can go, okay, well, how can I create this automation for this particular part? So 
Look, automations can come in many shapes and forms <laughs> and they can be on different platforms and different things. So the best thing, in my opinion, that was ever invented is a product called Zapier. And Zapier is what basically um, takes two different platforms or three and automates them for you. They connect them for you. So if, for example, we want to have somebody that bought our course on Kajabi, for example, and then we want to automate sending them a whole lot of emails and we're not using Kajabi because it needs some additional segmenting for whatever reason, we're going to potentially automate that with Active Campaign. And although Kajabi actually does the integration itself, we might use something like Zapier, right? So Automations feel really scary, but once you have them in place, the time difference that you will save is honestly incredible. And like we can do things, for example, a lot of people now will send gifts out if they've got like a one-on-one -on -one client or things. If you've got a relationship with the people that are sending the gift, you can automate when that person books in that that your um, the per person sending out the gift package will get an email with all the details they need to send it right like we can automate almost anything that has logic and so when clients come to me I think one there's two things that kind of happen so VAs are obviously incredible and I you know my opinions on that but there is a different skill that is sometimes needed when we're coming to online platforms and automations and so one of the things that I'm doing with a lot of clients is we'll strategize out that plan so what does it look like for your business because again every business is so different and then being able to take that and give that to the VA is is amazing right because then they can just go in the background and automate it and test it because there is a lot of testing and automations and they'll just plug and play for you and Honestly, I don't know if we can really, well, you definitely cannot scale without automations. No, you no, that, that's exactly right. And automations, we have Zapier as well, um, and, and we use that. And also, of course, the automations that come in active campaign when you're sending out, you know, does this person do this? And then uh, they get this series or have they signed up to this, this and this or not? They get this series. Um, and planning out, um, I found when doing processes, something as simple as the free Lucid chart on, on, online has allowed me to just plan out a customer journey for myself or for clients in regards to, okay, here's all your, because we obviously do marketing, here's all your marketing channels, here's the journey that your customer goes on and how does that look in regards to what you have set up? Absolutely. And, and that is um, what we then set up and what we then give to them to and or we set up for them, depending on how they go. And we do the same thing as you're saying with you strategize with a client and then you can give it to a VA. It's the same when it comes to your marketing. If you have a marketing strategy, it's very logical. Yeah. So you then, once you've done all that work, you can give that to a marketing VA or an admin VA and they can allow you to build that up. Without Absolutely. it having to have a huge marketing agency that costs you a million dollars, you need that to get the strategy. Yes, and then that first part. Your VA is more than capable of implementing those things for you. And we've trained a lot of VAs in marketing because of that sense and how to do the different things um, once the strategy is set up. So I am 100% behind that because once clients have clarity, the VA has clarity. Nothing worse than throwing stuff at a VA and getting mad because they're not doing what you want them to do. It's not their job 
to know what you want. It's their job to do what you are asking them to do because that's what their zone of genius is. And absolutely. And if I could just say that to them because I feel for VAs that get thrown stuff and have no direction because the person hasn't done the work to begin with. And that's a big thing, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And you know that I get asked that question all the time around because um, there is another, I guess, level in regards to an online business manager or an OBM. And I get asked all the time, what's the difference between a VA and an OBM? And, you know, there's a few ways to look about look at it. But really, for in, the easiest way that I explain it is that if you have a task and it's like, please do this, a VA is perfect, right? They're task-based. They're there to take on all of those tasks for you that you don't necessarily have time to do, right? An OBM, on the other hand, is literally going, so we could have this conversation, say, look, I really want to automate this or I really want to launch this product and, yep, thanks, right? And the OBM will come in and say, okay, I'm going to help you strategize that and create the plan and then the VA will come in and help implement those things. So it's that first piece you can't miss that step. If you haven't strategized or mapped it out and, you know, mapping it out as well when it comes to your customer journey, customer experience is going to make, give you repeat customers. Yeah. So mapping that out is again, so critical and then implementing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're preaching to the converted. Um, (laughs) It's just, I don't, people don't know that part and it's not their fault it's just not been um, educated enough in regards to either marketing or admin. Either side, they all have a strategy to them and um, you can't just throw stuff out. And we do a lot of work here. We do a brain dump session, which we do spend two hours working through your vision, mission, core values, your, your business offering, your target market, all of that stuff. Because until you have that and clarity in that and you give that to your VA, and you have a strategy on how you want to get that out, you know, that's wonderful. It's the same with admin. Once you know what you want to do with your business and your course and your things, that can be given and you can start actioning. People need to do the work and stop missing that one step because they, A, want to save money or they just think that they've already got it cluey (laughs) because a lot of the time they don't. And I think that clarity, which is what we do a lot of, provides clarity for a VA and you get the best out of either an OBM or a VA because you have clarity in what you want as a visionary. hundred percent. And honestly, my favorite clients are clients who recognize that it's their business and they still have that vision. Yeah. Right. Like the, that's now we're on, right. Yeah. Cause I just love that. And it's so important to remember, you don't have to know everything, but you are still the visionary and don't lose that. Right. So don't lose that piece. And if you are wanting to scale or grow systems and so like your standard operating procedures, it can be really scary and people think, oh my God, but honestly, it's just a document where you have written a process. <laughs> like it is, we can take it to the nth degree where we've got our system and then it links to all the different processes and awesome, right? But you don't need that to start. We no. just need to write down the processes that somebody else could follow and now you have an SOP. And, yeah. you know, there's other people in the industry that will say that's not right or, we, you know, let's just not make it complicated. Let's just start there because then you can build on from it. Oh, my favourite, because I work with a lot of tradies in my niche, um, trying to get them to understand their vision and how it works into their marketing and things um, because it's a a niche that doesn't get a lot of um, help in that regard. So we do a lot of vision sessions to get them to understand where their business is going, et cetera. And so we then work on, okay, well, we've done all that work. What's next? And it's about getting the word out. Mm. So from that, I've actually had them have sticky notes and put it all over their wall. 
and say, okay, somebody is contacting you for a quote. What is the next step? Yeah. Another sticky note, another sticky Great note. tip to map it out. Just yes. map, get it in your head. I've had them just sticky note the stuff out of everything until they get to that final thing where they are paid and it goes ahead. What is that looking like for you? And that in regards to systems is what, sorry, into processes is what it's all about. What is that customer journey? If they do this, yes or no, where do they go? If they do this, yes or no, where do they go? Which is what you're talking about in regards to the yes or no. Yeah, absolutely. For automations, it's so it can be so easy. We, we, it is a scary word, you know, but it can be so easy. And then when we're adding the online platforms that really are built to do that. So if, for example, we're talking about active campaign, the strength in active campaign for creating automations based on particular things, right? So if this person opens this email, then send them this. If this person clicks on this on my website, send them this. Like the strength is enormous and people don't they they get overwhelmed by that right so don't start there if you've got nothing don't start there what is one thing that you wish you could automate maybe it's sending a contract maybe it's getting a booking tool I don't know but it's doing just start small and then you'll be able to grow from there yeah because the overwhelm is not where you need to be and that's what we want to take away from business owners with automation we don't want to add to it but um, as you and I both agree it's the clarity over what you do will get you to a place where someone who knows how to create these can do it for you but you need that first and there are people um, that um, will be trained in this so stop trying to do everything and start getting ideas and clarity around what it is you do and why you do it and then enable people to help you get that out into the world stop absolutely stopping what you're doing because you feel like you need to know everything (coughs) and that's funny because I have I can't tell you the first line people say to me when we get on a call is but you know I'm actually really good at tech like I understand it and that's awesome right but it's not how your brain works or it's not your zone of genius and you don't have time and that's cool right like because that's where I come in I like honestly my idea of a good time is spending eight hours inside Kajabi like I just love it right so I don't don't feel bad if you think you're supposed to know tech or you're supposed to whatever because you are in online business like you're not right you need to don't get me wrong you need to understand the process of things and know if something's going wrong, but don't feel guilty. No. And the first thing a small business owner should invest in is a tech VA. I highly recommend the first thing you should outsource is your tech, your tech VA. You need to be creating, you need to be dealing with clients. You need to be in that mode of building your business. You don't need to be involved in tech because it's not going to grow your business. It's going to pull you away from where you need to be as a business owner, which is creating um, and being uh, present and and building your client relationships and stop trying to think you need to do everything. So they'll say, oh, well, I don't have any money. I need to spend 40 hours a week doing everything. But you will not grow to enable you if you do that because where are you putting your energy? So start realizing you need to invest in your business to grow it. And the first thing to invest in is some form of uh, VA or tech VA to help you grow. So I think that is um, amazing. And it's what we did. And I, I still have my, um, you know, Kajabi Ninja people, which I call people. I don't know Kajabi and I, it's new to me. I'm not going to spend 40 hours in Kajabi university 
<laughs> when I have, I can pay a VA to help me uh, build what, what I need to do. I, I need to know it. I get that. And I know the ins and outs, but I don't need to sit in Kajabi University for 40 hours. I need, to be finding, I need to be finding clients. I need to be dealing with my clients. I need to be creating more content to put in Kajabi, let alone deal with Kajabi. So if you're listening to this and you're, you're sort of on the fence as to, well, I don't have enough money, I need to find these things, start thinking about what um, investing in yourself will bring to you yeah, and, and, and start thinking about it in that way. It's an investment, it's not a cost. And if you look not. at it like that, it's more likely to enable you to, to grow. Yeah, and, you know, you have an hourly rate. And if you think, okay, well, I, let's just say it's $100. I've spent an hour doing this task for $100. Well, could I have paid somebody else to do that for less? And for with my time, I could be selling, yeah. right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, sales is what brings in people. That's what we need to be doing most of the time. So if you do one hour, just convert one hour to give that to somebody else, and what could you do in one hour to bring in a sale? Yeah. And, and look, you can spend that hour um, on Instagram, engaging, sliding nicely into people's DMs, creating stories and IGs and creating value. Next thing you know, you've got three clients out of that one hour instead of spending an hour on Kajabi University for something that um, people now won't see because you haven't had time to advertise it. Yeah. So it's just changing the mindset slightly and creating more about investing in your business to grow instead of thinking that you have to be everything. And that's the main thing we try and stop here is business owners trying to be everything to everyone because you end up being nothing. And no one hears anything you say or do because you haven't got it together or your message doesn't convert because or doesn't resonate because you haven't spent the time trying to find what it is because you're too busy trying to do all the other stuff. And I think people think they're missing out on sales if they can't help everybody, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on that. That's a whole, mod- that's a whole module of my course. Um, on, uh, yeah, making sure your arrows are really niche down because there's no point putting out, you know, 50 arrows if you're going to miss everything. Hit one target and go hard at that for sure and niche down. Um, but that's, yeah, that's a whole nother podcast we could go for. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I've loved talking to you today because it's a passion of mine um, and I've explored this over the last probably uh, two, two and a half years uh, implementing it into my business. So it's all fresh and new to me the processes, the implementation. We've had to do it on everything we do in here in regards to setting up an event even. We have a process for how that looks so that, God forbid, if any of us are not here or sick, there's a process for people to follow. That's all it takes. Just having something somewhere. We have it in a portal, which is in Google site to make it easy because we have Google Suite uh, where all our stuff is. It's a Google site. People can go there if they're new. And there's trainings on everything, systems, uh, operating procedures. Click up, it'll do all in there for you. There you go. See, and that's a new one I'd never heard of. So when my Asana prescription prescription runs out, another one for me to explore because I have a bit of a habit, as the girls know, of um, getting softwares. So I get them and then I just leave them to the girls to figure (laughs) out. So, yeah, get one that does what you need it to do, not just because it's cool. Um, Absolutely. You think you need it. And, you know, that like Asana is a perfect example of that because when I started, everyone was like, Asana, Asana, Asana. And the nerd that I am, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll try it out. And I was like, well, I don't really like this. It doesn't do what I want it to do. Yeah. And so, like, for me, I was really used to using Microsoft OneNote. So yeah. when I was converting, I was like, well, I want something similar to this. And then I found ClickUp and it really has, yeah, taken off from there. 
gosh, I just remembered I had one note as well. Oh my gosh, I must have notes everywhere, like across <laughs> 5 million different platforms. Don't do that, people. Please find one that works for you. Uh, take it from someone who's a convert and find something, stick to it. And may your team will then uh, be more likely to stick with it. Because if you keep changing like I did, it, it's hard for them because they have to keep changing and trying to use different things. So... Oh, right. Well, that was awesome. I could talk all day, um, obviously, because you can tell I love it just as much as you by the sounds yep, of it. Which I is- do. Um, so where can people find out more about either um, engaging a VA, uh, becoming a VA, or more about uh, what it is you do? Where, where can we send them? So um, my VA stuff is actually ending this week um, because I'm moving fully into the systems and processes space. So if you're watching this this week, um, my Instagram is the best place, which is, oh, I'll, we'll drop it below, but Laura Vucic. Um, and you can find out all the stuff about being a VA there. And if you are after more, if you're a business and you're like, cool, I heard what you said, but actually like it's that strategy piece around your entire back end, then that's the work that I'll be doing from here on out. So you can hit Love. me up in yeah Instagram and we can chat. Yeah, love it. Um, yeah, and and that thing of the experience you've had and, and teaching people and you can just tell that, um, well, obviously I can just tell you know everything um, about that side and I think that's what people need, somebody who can just take that pressure off them yeah. um, or help them build that back end, like you said, without the drama of having to try and figure it out yourself. Um, so we'll pop all those links below um, so that people can find you. Um, and it's been awesome chatting. And if so there's, please, please um, hit up Laura if you need anything because, I don't, well, my main thing is to stop overwhelm and bring clarity to people in their marketing. And a lot of that has to come down to their systems and processes. So please, please ask for help if you need it because you won't regret it. Take it from um, us and, well, me as a small business, as well as you dealing with multiple small businesses. Absolutely, honestly. uh, The difference it makes. So um, please explore it at the very least is what what I'd say. It's been great talking, Laura, and thank you so much. So lovely. um, Continue to follow you online. Thank you. See ya.